What up? This is Chris Cap. You're watching EC Sports. Yeah, yo, check it. Turn me up a little bit on the mic. So tell me about this uh, this Cole Komet pick. What do you think about this pick? Well, a good friend. I'll of weigh my, in. A good friend of mine. You might know him. Uh, Italian young kid told me uh, the Bears have ten fucking tight ends on the damn roster. How? I don't care if you're cutting them. What are you fucking doing with ten? tight ends, and then you draft one. He's the number one tight end coming off of a 500-yard six-touchdown season. Hmm. And how many games did he miss? Only two? Two games missed. He ran a 4-7-40, which, as you know right now, in this day and age, 4-7 ain't going to do much. Yeah. Um, interesting. Very interesting to me. Maybe it's... I do think I do think he's going to be a good player. I think he fits the Chicago scheme. But like I said to, to many people I've had this discussion with, our team needs uh, went unfulfilled with two second-round picks. Um, Did they talk to Nick Foles or Mitchell Trubisky to get their input to see, hey, are you you guys – is is Matt Nagy's offense geared because you he did leave the best tight end in NFL to me? Um, is his offense geared around a tight end that can do that? I don't know, but I just feel like you had the Matt Nagy offense is typically uh, a major component in the offense as a tight end. Okay. But but you had ten to pick from. I think one of those ten. And then my problem is why are we signing tight ends in the offseason? What are they? For 16 million. Just tight end. And then draft the tight end. Why? I don't understand. We're we're signing tight ends for 16 million that are going to be picking their balls on Sunday. Doesn't make sense. Let's go to the next one cuz we're still trying to figure out where that is. Then we double down second round with a second team all-American corner. Okay? Which, listen, I think the guy's got a ton of talent. Here's my only problem. In four seasons, he had three shoulder sur surgeries. That is a concern to me. A position where you engage and then dismiss and then come in hot and you are an undersized individual on a football field, and ten nine times out of ten, they throw shots like this, shots like this. I mean, it's unbelievable. At one ninety, you're gonna run. And, I mean, with with four with three shoulder surgeries, I don't understand. Doesn't make sense. The last pre-injury guy that they drafted in the first round. You remember him? His name was Shay McClellan. Do you remember him? No, but I think my doctor over at Rush treated him. 100%. 100%. This is a problem. Yeah, the right. problem is, is that 
we have a GM, ladies and gentlemen, who drafts best available. Yes. And that's you cannot draft best available. It's impossible to put the right components to the team together when you draft on best available rather than what you have and what you need. Okay. This, it's, this, this is a, it's like being a factory worker, man. It's, it's supply and demand. If this shit ain't working, you got to go somewhere else. We just draft guys who they think is best available. It doesn't, it, it doesn't make sense. And they didn't get one, not even in the seventh round. Why not just get a guy in the wings? Mitchie's gone. You're not paying this motherfucker 18 to 21 million. He's gone. Unless he just did something fucking and Tom Brady gave him a sprinkle, which ain't happening. Why not get a quarterback to just chill? Have Jake Fromm, Jake Fromm dropped so far. Jake Fromm could have been, he could have been the rookie that sat on the sideline in who learned and who potentially got a, a, a spot, a, a shot to play any ball. Buffalo. Uh, he could have been a, just a pick and that's it. That's what Buffalo did. The Buffalo has Josh Allen, a proven young quarterback. They still grab a guy like this. The wow. Bears don't. Instead, the Bears take a defensive end. What's his name? Travis Gibson. With a P. It Uh, makes no sense. You gave some interesting uh, remarks about his, your thought process on his skill set. What were they? Phenomenal physique. Uh, Looks like he has power and the ability to, the ability to engage with offensive tackles. I will say that. Slower than molasses. Molasses. Bears are really good with physique guys. Great. Great with physique. Ooh, he can jump out of a pool. Look at that. What the fuck? So we we go tight end, corner, which we need. Then we go D end. Then we go corner, which we need. Then we go wide receiver. So who is playing receiver? Please, please. Please, let's go over the receiver depth right now, please. Before that, who are our defensive ends, and will they ever leave the field? Never. If they leave the field, the, if they leave the field, Fangio, they should, they should hang him by his underwear on 55 who? outside the stadium. Who should? Fangio, or uh, I'm sorry, Pagano. <laughs> Pagano, the guy that I did not want, Pagano. That guy. Pagano, the guy whose game plans to drop the best rush defensive end in the game into coverage. Yeah, makes sense, right? Into coverage. I'm just saying that to say that was a waste of a pick in that round. But go ahead. Wide receiver. Horrible waste of a pick. Wide receiver depth is what? Wide receiver depth is going to be Allen Robinson, who, by the way, uh, feel free to at me on any social media. Allen Robinson is a top 10 receiver in the NFL if any receiver can go for a thousand plus with that many touchdowns with Mitchell Trubisky throwing them the ball I'm not going to say what I would personally do but that's that's incredible to me that is true you're right I'll give you that that's 
that means that means that he plays on a team with Aaron Rodgers or you know Drew Brees or one of them. That means he's open twenty four seven and he's going for fifteen hundred plus ten touchdown season. Speaking of Aaron, he's playing on a terrible Bears team, putting up over a thousand when the secondary of every opponent they play has not another soul on the entire field to worry about. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, did you hear that news today from Brett Favre? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I love it. I love it. You had to know that when the Pack drafted a quarterback. That early? In the first round. <laughs> numero uno. That there is turmoil. Which, by the way, I always said there was going to be turmoil. We have a young Matt LaFleur who's a phenomenal coach, but the key word is young mixed with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has an attitude. I cannot stand the guy. I've met him before. He's an asshole, jag off. He's not going to listen to anybody but Aaron Rodgers. Nobody. He's not listening to anybody but him. If he's not listening to a grown man and Mike McCarthy, he's not listening to a 30-year-old coach. It's never going to happen. So you think it's the coach that wants to move on? Absolutely. The, co- the coach is sick and tired of Aaron Rodgers was the headline. Damn. Green Bay might not be this good, that good this year. What do we got next? They got, they got talent. They don't have a receiver, I can tell you that. Which, by the way, I believe, truly, I believe they pigeonholed themselves so that he would not have a, have a target to throw the ball to yet again this season. Makes sense. He's going to go to Adams a, a thousand times again with no other help. And I believe they, they truly did that. They get Adams fucked up. But, hey, at least in uh, fantasy, he'll get a lot of racks. This could be the last year for Rodgers. I believe it will be. You don't draft This a- could be a trade. I mean, the, the Packers did it with Brett Favre, but he probably didn't have that much of an issue with McCarthy as he does with LaFleur. So that lasted about three or four years, whereas this one probably is going to end next year or mid-season when Rock says. I this want is to- one issue after another, and I can tell you right now, I'm going to make a bold statement: the Cowboys didn't not because they're my squad. They did an unbelievable job of drafting number one. Number two, Mike McCarthy's a good coach. I think the Cowboys are going to win the NFC East, and I think they're going to make a run in this NFC. Wow. I think they're going to be that good. Wow. I really do. I think the Cowboys, if they could get this Dak Prescott thing in line, they are going to be one of the best teams in football, a top five football team. Yeah. I really do. They're that, they're, they are loaded, by the way. They have, they have fulfilled the wide receiver position. You're talking Dak Prescott, Zeke Elliott, um, C.B. Lamb, and then obviously the receiver, my boy. So just so you know, per verbatim, per Fox Sports, the term said was, I've had enough of his act. Yep. That's it. That's the one. He might be gone before the COVID is over. The NFC is going to be so stacked. The NFC's got the Cowboys, Amari Cooper, Zeke Elliott, C.D. Lamb, all that, that in beautiful offensive line. 
Then you got the Saints who are always rolling. Now you got the Buccaneers who are about to take flight with maybe maybe the next best offensive team next to the Chiefs. I mean, you got the Packers who are going to be reliable. The NFC is going to be hot, bro. Yeah. Which is not good for the Bears. I mean, <laughs> let's go to my boy who I think is going to be the best pick that the Bears got. If they play. If he plays. Which, by the way, at the saturated position of cornerback mm-hmm. with the Chicago organization, I don't see why he doesn't step foot on the field at some point. Kendall Vildor out of Georgia Southern. His highlight tape was extremely impressive. Extremely impressive to me because he's out of Georgia State. Southern. And he's playing top-tier talent. Uh, they played a game against Clemson in which he actually, actually – had numerous good plays against a, a first-round pick in T. Higgins at wide receiver. Um, I think he's got what it takes to play in this to play in this league. I think he's got a lot of a lot of that dog, a lot of that dog blood in him. He uses a lot of uh, a lot of celebrations, gets himself going. The high-intensity guy, guys like that who can come up and hit. I I, I really enjoy. I think he's going to be pretty good. And that's where that's what you were talking about earlier. If you can hit. When you got three surgeries, and I, I hate talking ill about guys that have injuries because injuries are part of something, and they shouldn't be hindered by having. Right. But you know, at the end of the day, let's let's be real. NFL is about what have you done for me lately? It's no way in hell two years ago you'd say, "Hey, Aaron Rodgers is going to be on another team." Nobody. Right. That shit. No. It was about what have you done for me lately? Tom Brady does not play for the Patriots, ladies and gentlemen. That's all. Yep. I, that's all you got to think about. So you're 100 percent right. When 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 it hits the fan, when you got injuries, they'll cut your ass. You watch hard enough. You're done, donezo. So yep. um, I'm interested to see how well this kid does. And you know, I'm sure him. He's coming into the um, camp when it starts, saying, "All right, they they pick this dude number two. I'm sorry, uh, they pick this guy." the second pick, um, number two, right? He was the second round pick. So I want to see what I can, you know, he's number 50. So you're telling me that he's better. So let's go. Right. That's what I would come into the camp thinking about. Yeah. I think this guy's going to be hungry, man. I'm I'm telling you, he's, he, against big name schools, he, he put on out there. Obviously they took beatings being Georgia Southern, but the guy was out there playing his heart out, which I like to see. So. I think he's going to be pretty good. But uh, a guy that you've been high on, and this will kind of wrap up our draft here, um, was Darnell Mooney, wide receiver. Are you uh, wrapping the draft up because the guys after him are bums? Um, no, but offensive linemen with good feet, I would say, uh, for late-round picks. I don't think we have to go too in-depth um, with Arlington Hambright and uh, Tartavius Simmons. So, uh, Do you think that with the exit of Kyle Long that we should have probably looked at something? But we we got a couple of veterans, but do you think they – I feel like a lot of teams just plug dudes in 
and don't. Yeah, you know what? The offensive line is, as well as the the interior defensive line, typically is an interchangeable position. But you know, let's face it, it's not even like we're we're really plugging guys in as far as Kyle Long's exit because we've been plugging guys in for Kyle Long. It's almost as if Kyle Long hasn't been on the team for the past two years, anyways. I mean, we I mean. Team, they used to call him their best player. Right. But the guy's glad. The guy was glassed. I mean, he was Lalik. He was. I, I, I mean, we went every season without him at least five games. Yeah. I mean, you play, you know, when, when you play on teams that don't make the playoffs, you you play the standard seasonal game and then you're Mortadella. So. So Darnell Mooney, what do we got on him? Darnell Mooney's got legitimate 4-3 speed. Uh, you mentioned something that I actually like the way you put it. This dude, when you watch his tape, he actually glides through the secondary. Um, he's got tremendous, uh, you know, rack ability, um, yak ability. He's able to catch the ball kind of, um, you know, he's good out in space. He makes moves. He's really got – He's really got that glide ability where he can make big plays, um, you know, by catching, you know, two, three-yard passes and, and, and turning it into something, which really the Bears don't have right now. So I actually really like this pick. Um, again, I think he's going to get a shot to play, even though he's a, he's a late, you know, sixth rounder, I believe. Um, so weird to me for a, a, a necessity to wait that long is it's just an interesting I don't know very interesting uh you didn't try anything in free agency not that there was a lot uh you got the quarterback you wanted I guess um although I still think a better fit would have been Cam Newton but that's just me uh Jameis Winston was signed prior to Cam Newton which is interesting but you know a lot of, and then they gave Taysom Hill a lot of money. I don't, sometimes I just, it's an interesting thing that you see with, you know. Very, very interesting. My, my, my biggest thing I just cannot figure out is why we didn't take the Jimmy Graham money and put it on Logan Ryan to come in and play corner this year uh, at a position we needed, opposed to a position that we got, like I said, a tight end and then drafted a tight end. It just makes I mean, hey, Ryan Pace, that's his job. You know, what do we know? We're yeah. just outside looking in. Uh, Bears have a ridiculous amount of winning seasons. Not. But what do we know is what uh, we have to understand. We yep. have Monday morning or Wednesday afternoon quarterbacks that see what's going on, although it's – the Bears do things that a person with common sense wouldn't do, you know. You look that's at, the thing at the end of the day. You know? And that's, that's, that's what you – I mean, after the Trubisky dry, draft, you would think, you know what, you know. You're on thin ice, pal. You know, you're, you're in a, a virtual draft, so everything's more focused on you. It's the highest rated draft watch ever, and you pick – that so i don't know man it's just a how about we have two picks in the second round prior to those picks they're talking about how this is the the most depth 
second round talent in 25 years of play. My receiver too, but they didn't get neither. This one. is when you make big moves, man, with two picks. Like you said, they had two safeties. I'm sorry, did Clinton Discs not leave us? I thought we needed a safety, but hey, I guess we'll go with what we got there. Um, if and when football starts, bro, where do you think? Do you think? I think the, the, the Green Bay Packers cannot coexist when all of this stuff is going on. A beat writer released that, which means the coach wanted it to happen. When you're a beat writer, that's like basically Casey Johnson talking to, what's his name? My guy, Jimmy, and releasing it. Casey's not going to release it unless Jimmy gives clearance to release it. Never. So the coach wanted that to be released. I'm sick. I'm tired of his act. It's without question. Just like when Detroit was mentioned. The Aaron Rodgers way, though, um, and what, what I've heard, the Aaron Rodgers way is that when he's upset, you get ghosted. Really? So who knows the last time they even spoke? Who knows? Wow. He actually made some comments the morning of the draft on a podcast. I don't know if you're aware of that. No. Oh, it's, he said something along the lines of, it's been a while since they brought in some skill positions on the offensive side of the ball. Whoa. Didn't they trade to get the pick, too? Um, the pick that they just got? They traded up to get them, right? I, I'm I'm not sure. Okay. Schefter, what he did during the draft, I, I could do the chef. You know what Dylan said during the draft when Chef did this? Hey, <laughs> bro, let me make sure. What's the quarterback's name? I'm sorry. Love. Jordan Love. Yep. Okay. Let's see here. They moved up. They were so desperate. This is from Yahoo. They were so desperate to move up for a Jordan Love trade, they called the Vikings. <laughs> wow. That tells you that. Hey, Eric, yeah. on. where is he going? You think they'll send him to purgatory? I've been hearing Patriot rumors. Whoa. Whoa. That'll be dangerous. Ouch. Really? Yep. And you know Belichick will do that in a second. In a heartbeat, he'll do it. He'll let him wear number 12, too. Disrespect. Do you think he's do you think he's gonna play this season fully with the Packers? After all of this? I think he's gonna play and I think he's gonna pout. You think he'll play the full season? with all of this stuff that's happening? I can't say a full season, no. He's the kind of guy that will legitimately won't care. Won't care. He will not care, not one bit. You get an injury? Huh? He'll get an injury, maybe? No, he just won't care one. He will not care at all. He'll, he'll just tell the coach to get fucked, and that's it. Will not care at all. He'll sit on the sideline every Sunday with a with a grimace. He will not care. Wow, he's that dude. Yes, wow. yes. That's crazy. 
Yes. He will not care. I'm telling you right now. Far, I mean, it's, it's funny. That he doesn't – listen, he doesn't speak to his own parents. Whoa. Figure that one out. Ouch. Man, money – I don't even know if it was money or fame, but that's a huge situation that I would – Huge. Doesn't speak to his brother. Really? Dude, the guy's got – he's got issues, dude. Everyone has issues. At the draft, he doesn't speak to. He just speaks to Danica. Danica. Danica's so hot to me. She what? Danica's not hot to me. But I'm not knocking anybody. Um, I heard Kristen Cavallari's available. She's available. So is so is my guy Smoking. Ha! Smoking Jay finally got out. Ladies, better watch out, dude. Smoking's on the corner, baby. Oh, stop hating on Jay. I was telling your guy Danny over there. Uh, stop hating on Jay, bro. Yeah, Jay's the man. Cutty That's all. For the Super Bowl. Stop hating, bro. Stop Picked up sixty thousand dollar debt for Brandon Marshall in Vegas. Saw that. Come on, Brandon. Makes uh, money moves, Jay, dude. Um, Danny takes me. A step in front, and then we'll bring back Vinny because we got about six more episodes of Last Dance. Um, of course. We'll release the other footage on social media as we can because we have so many different variables. And we'll, we'll uh, put this entire show on the internet on our website, ecsports.net. Um, but, yeah, so uh, let's head over to Danny and Callie. I, I brought him back on. Um, out of hiatus to see what he has. Uh, Because he's worried about the Bay. I noticed that. He doesn't – he still considers Oakland the Bay. I'm sorry, Vegas the Bay. I told him, bro, they left you guys. Stop talking about – The Bay? They don't even have water. Exactly. Like, stop talking about – Bro, they're gone. So, hopefully he understands that. But, Danny, what you got for us? For Ant, Dion, EC Sports – What's going on, everybody? Dion, Anthony, how's it going? Is your host, Daniel Malagismo, for another edition of the EC Sports West 2-Minute Drill. Let's get it going. First and foremost, I want to start off the EC Sports West 2-Minute Drill by, you know, hoping everybody's happy and healthy and safe during these tough times of quarantine. Second thing I want to start off with is that the NBA is actually inching closer to finishing out the regular season and in the entire season, um, and it could take place in the happiest place on Earth. Disney World. Now, the NBA is considering Walt Disney World Resorts as their destination to finish out the regular and postseason. Another possible destination could be Vegas. Now, do we see a situation where Summer League happens, where it's some teams play in Vegas only and some teams play in Orlando? Is it going to be a mix and match? Is it going to be one destination as a whole? Who knows? Regardless, we are seeing some uh, light. We are seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. We are seeing some positivity going forward with this. So this is great news. USA Today announces that the NBA might be reopening practice facilities by May 8th. Um, this is great news for you know states that are slowly reopening, um, but for states such as California, Illinois, New York that are on the hard lockdown until you know potentially June, you know it's not going to be really much of a change. But if the NBA uh, pushes through, they get everything going for May 8th to target to reopen practice facilities for workouts. There are going to be some extreme measurements to follow and extreme guidelines to follow. 
Now, if this all goes down and it does reopen on May 8th for teams to practice in facilities, the NBA is going to be on some really hardcore, rigorous requirements that are going to be mandated uh, each for each and every practice. Um, some including, you know, thoroughly disinfected equipment, um, no use of hot tubs, um, cold tubs, saunas, um, cryotherapy chambers, um, no more than four players allowed at the facility at once. Workouts are going to be voluntary, essentially. Uh, but these are going to be some of the procedures uh, for the new norm of the NBA. Now, look, as tough as this may sound, we're headed in the right direction. Sports fans rejoice. NBA fans rejoice. This is going to be a big win for all of us, uh, especially if we want to get the NBA season back on its feet. Um, it's going to be, you know, procedures like this that sound very strict and very demanding. But this is going to be the best possible solution for teams to start working out again to get something going. Guys, this is going to be a big win. Um, and to wrap things up here at the EC Sports West 2-Minute Drill, I'm hoping everybody stays safe, stay healthy, stay happy. Dion, Anthony, back to you guys.